ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. What do you call it? Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and today's guest is a flamboyant type of guy, a cooler version of Liberace. He's a pro wrestler and a sexy cocoa bear. Well, I never say that in an intro. <laughs> <laughs> today's guest is Chocolate Thunder. How you doing today, mate? You all right? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. As we were discussing before, uh, just been working, um, but I'm glad to have you on. Uh, reached out to you. You was more than happy to come on. Uh, I've been following you for a while now. Just before we talk about your wrestling career, I've got to just kickstart the show. Because I've just said it already out loud. The fucking name. It's awesome. I love it. As, <laughs> we will talk about the character and the gimmick more. But I just want to know the name. How did you come up with it? So it was a weird process. Because I know I'm one of the WrestleManias. I think someone introduced himself as Chocolate Thunder. But it was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So I'm claiming full credit for this. <laughs> um, uh, basically, I was thinking of a gimmick name. And... I saw when Scott Steiner first uh, debuted as part of the NWA, he called himself White Thunder. Yes, I, I memory. Thought, well, I wanted I to put a twist on that and uh, call myself Chocolate Thunder, and it seemed to go over really well. So it's awesome, man. Like, I just I came across like your profile, and obviously been paying attention to. It. I was just like a while ago, I was just like, oh, this can't be real. It's too good to be true. And I was like, <laughs> then I see like the images and just how fluent boyd you are, and like just how colourful and I kind of miss that in wrestling you know and mm. um, we are, we will talk about sort of your look uh, what makes you yeah. unique and I feel like it's good to stand out you know I do feel like sometimes yeah. everyone wants to be the same so we will break that down to rewind the clocks let's go back to the beginning and let's find out what made you a fan of professional wrestling so I got into wrestling from quite a young age uh my cousin he had Sky Sports, so he would watch all like the WWF back in the day. So when you like Hogan's and you might Randy Savages were rocking around. And my only exposure to it at that time was from what he watched <laughs> and from the magazines. I don't know if anyone remembers the WWF magazines that used to be in a shop. Yeah, and, man. Yeah. W.A. Yeah. Smith. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. corner shops as well. You just find them, literally make sure they've got it yeah. in the first week of the month. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I would just spend all my money on, pocket money on that. And I'd just <laughs> do these larger-than-life characters, like, you know, Big Boss Man, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, Macho Man. And I'd just be like, what on earth is this? This is cool. And, you know, you are as a kid. You just like weird stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. just, it just resonated with me straight away. And um, when I was a bit older and the Attitude Era was kicking off, that's when I properly mm. started watching it because then I got Sky and I started watching, like, you know, the Monday Night Wars and, you know, that that was when I was like, I'm a wrestling fan and this is what I want to do. I bet you had a bit of an advantage during the Attitude Era because you obviously knew about wrestling before, the Golden Era, you know, Hulk Hogan's Macho Man, the Pipers. But when it was, like, really, like, when it was cool to, like, wrestling, like, Austin and The Rock... And I bet people are like, oh, have you seen this recipe? Yeah, I've watched it for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who are some of your favourites growing up? So for me personally, Stone Cold Steve Austin was my number one guy. He, uh, still to this day, he's my favourite wrestler of all time. Uh, obviously, The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just his promos were just untouchable. Um, I was a big WCW fan because I'd literally do that thing where 
uh, in the UK, it was on and if they'd show Monday Night War on a Friday. Yep. So, and, and then Nitro on a Friday as well. So I'd watch Nitro. And then as soon as Nitro started, I was straight onto Raw. And so I saw a lot of WCW as well. So I was a big fan of, um, I was a big fan of Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And just like, I was a big NWA guy. Like, I liked mm. them more than DX, which is a controversial opinion, apparently. But yeah. I think the NWO did have a bigger impact. I think the yeah. problem with the NWO is, you know, there's too many members and they just oh, yeah. didn't know when to stop. You know, Crush was in it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Virgil's watching one of the main guys at the end was like, fucking hell, been it. Oh, yeah. Disco Inferno and like, yeah, it got a bit out of control. I remember watching an episode where I think they had Hell's Angels at ringside with them. Mm. And literally the whole ring was like 30 odd guys in NWO and it was just a bit like, yeah, getting silly now. It was too much, and they were just yeah. like, twenty minutes of just talking about nothing. You know, like you're dead as a faction when Horace Hogan is like one of your focal points. <laughs> you know, you're fucked, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I feel bad, Horace. If you actually listen to this, which you're probably not, but if you are, I'm sure you're a good guy. So I apologize. Oh, mean words. They were mean words. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So, was wrestling your first sport, by the way? My first sport was football. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Take a little break from the wrestling. Yep, go you see like when you're smiling, who just bought? Um, so I'm admittedly a bad man. I was born in Burden Leicester, but I support Liverpool. Oh, it's not gonna go down well, is it? No, it's not, admittedly. Yeah, but in my defence, I've supported them through thick and thin, mm-hmm. even when we were rubbish. And we, I remember going to and I have been to Anfield. I was gonna it. say, I was gonna say. I've I think it's more with Man United fans, like but they're, oh, they're yeah. all from my area, but none of them they couldn't find old draft on the map. No, no, wouldn't know like Manchester if it hit him in the face. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah, I, I mean, I went to Anfield when Roy Hodgson was in charge, and we had oh, the like, dark days, fucking Robbie Kane. Oh, he's, he's a good player, yeah. but oh no, this was like Paul Konchesky and like oh Christian my god, Paul's yeah, I remember him from yeah. West Ham. Yeah, yeah, he was terrible. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Uh, somehow we beat Chelsea two 0 because we had we had Fernando Torres up front and he scored an absolute worldie into the top corner and I was at the Anfield end so literally best that best been amazing yeah it was great and um but yeah I've, I've supported them through thick and thin and like when we won the league like last year or sorry the year before was it the year before I, I, I don't know what year I'm in anymore but when we won the league <laughs> um <laughs> 2020 if that helps 2020 yes <laughs> 2020 so last year it, it was absolutely fantastic and it made years of getting the piss taken out hmm. of me at school for being a glory supporter. You'd be a glory supporter. You weren't winning anything. I mean, yeah, this is it. Yeah, and people go, "Oh, you're a glory supporter." It's like, hey, I was watching us like losing new... like the Europa League final, like getting battered by oh. Sevilla, losing the League Cup finals. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. I was watching all of that. I was watching like football under Gerard Houllier mm. and like Roy Evans. Yeah, I was watching football under Roy Evans like in the night mid nineties and. You used to get rinsed literally next year of BR year. Obviously, uh, the meme and that. It was going on for years and then it actually happened under Klopp. And I, I think Klopp's fucking brilliant. Like, he's oh, one yeah. of the best, man. And you notice this season, you guys are fucking on fire. Salah is probably the best player in all of football right now. And that's, I'm an Arsenal fan, but I will happily put my hand up and admit that he is, unless he gets injured, like, I think he's going to, you're going to win the league, in my opinion. This is, this is the thing with us. Like, we, uh, our first team is just amazing, mm-hmm. but you know, like last season with Van Dijk out, we were just, we were just absolutely just like, like players getting injured. Like Hendo was injured as well. Yeah, yeah, and we've got like so up front. Our cover is Origi, 
Now, nothing against Origi. He's an absolute legend. He's he's always one of those who scores important goals yeah. when we need them. But he's not going to get you twenty odd goals a season. No, nah. or... club legend. But like when you need him for like the, those big games, yeah. not just the moments. You know, I like him. Yeah. I've got a soft spot for him. I mean, at the moment, I'm quite oh, yeah. happy with Arsenal. I can't complain. Like you know, we're unbeaten in like eight or nine games. Can't yeah, complain. yeah, doing it right. I mean, I don't get too excited because I have in the past shit on Arteta in terms of his. Squad selections, substitutions, mm. like, you know, tactics. Sometimes we don't attack enough. But at the moment, things are good. Ramsdale, Chef's Kiss has oh, been, yeah. like, our best signing by a country mile. Can yeah. you keep it up? I hope so. He's making me eat my words. Like, I was just like, oh. But then again, Leno just last season was fucking awful. Yeah, it's just weird with Leno. He started off okay-ish and mm. then just... Yeah, but yeah, Rams- I remember people saying Ramsdale was saying, what, what a waste of money that was. And then you was look at him and it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have got, I've got a few Arsenal fans who, friends who are Arsenal fans and they were saying the same thing. And I was yeah. like, yeah, well, he's, he's proved his doubt is wrong and fair play to him. I want to do, just before we go back into wrestling, and I've done yeah, it with yeah. a few other British wrestlers, and I think you'll like this. So okay. I've done it with Tommy Jackson, um, Lance Rivera, did it with him as well. I want you yeah. to name your all-time five-a-side Liverpool squad. One goalkeeper, two defenders, or two midfielders. It's up to you. You have to have one goalkeeper, though, but you can mix it up a little bit. So you can have either two defenders, two midfielders, or one striker. However you want to do it, go. Yeah, it's got to be 2-2-1, two, two, isn't it? Um, so uh, goalkeeper, I would say Alisson for me. Just like... Hard to argue. You had that period and your goalkeepers were just dreadful. Oh, yeah, like Vesterveld and then Dudek and then Reina had his good moments, but it was just... Dudek was involved in the Champions League. Uh, He did, you know, he got... He he pulled out those You have to be internally grateful for him for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a shit penalty by Shevchenko, though. He literally did kick at the keeper. Oh, and he did pull off that save from the the cross where he did the double save, which was fantastic. But Alisson has been, like, unbeatable so far for me um i'm probably gonna take this for my lifetime so if there's people out there going why didn't you pick clements would be well i didn't really watch (laughs) um i wasn't born then um so defender wise i would have to go with carragher as one of them jamie carragher absolutely fair Um, yeah van dyke has to be there yeah 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 he's just just absolute rock at the back Midfield, if I didn't say Gerard, I would be shot. So obviously Steven Gerard in mid. Uh striker, this is a tough one because I absolutely love Fernando Torres, but mm-hmm. he broke my heart when he went to Chelsea. Uh Suarez is obviously up there. That once his last season for you guys, fucking oh, hell. Yeah. He, Unreal. He, the fact that he's that close to win the league under Rogers. Yeah, and he just he was just scoring goals for fun. Um I would have to say Suarez just because just just because he was just for me mm-hmm. just on that that season you you mentioned he was just like unplayable absolutely just knocking in goals for fun um, narrowly beats out Salah but for me Suarez like prime Suarez That's and fair. he's a bit nasty as well so you need that on a five side I you need John a little but bit. he's fucking, <laughs> he's super he is a world class player so oh yeah. Your five-a-side Liverpool squad is going to be Alisson, Carragher, Van Dijk, Gerrard and Suarez. Yeah. Good squad. I like it. That's a good squad, mate. So, yeah. back to the wrestling. I think there'll be some listeners that'll be happy to hear this, that we are resuming the wrestling talk. Now that we've discussed uh, your childhood as a wrestling fan, what inspired you to become um, 
uh, a lifelong Western fan, I assume. Um, I can tell by your inspiration of your gimmick. Uh, what I want to know is what inspired you to become a pro wrestler? Um, yes, yeah, so going back to like when I was watching the Attitude Era, um, mm. I just always had this sort of fascination with it and like the inner workings and like being a wrestler and, you know, the sort of behind the scenes that goes on. And, you know, back then you didn't really get a lot of like insight unless you read stuff like PWI or, mm. uh, you know, Pro Wrestling Torch and like... Well, like the Observer and stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Observer and... With its many typos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where the fascination came from. And for years, it kind of felt like a pipe dream because like, again, you don't really know. No one really says, oh, this is where you go to train to be a wrestler or it's right here. You kind of have to find out yourself and then like years later I managed to find a wrestling school and begin my journey and that's where and which wrestling school would it that you begin your journey uh, so it was Robbie Brookside School of Wrestling in Leicester nice. uh, which is now FTGU as you can see on my t-shirt nice uh, cheap plug no I love it that's cool yeah gotta got do a cheap plug that's there you go. um but yeah that's that was where I started and I'm lucky because it was right on my doorstep pretty much so it was just the case of going down and you like my first less first session i just remember being like am i just gonna get jumped and like beaten up for like my 20 quid is this what's gonna, they're just gonna stretch me <laughs> yeah they're, they're just gonna batter me for like three hours and um but now i got there like did all the drills and like did all the basics and i was like yeah i, I really wanted to keep doing this and mm. like it just carried on from there and from yeah. that first day at training, I mean, you can't ask for a better coach, by the way, Bobby Brookside, who is a yeah. genuine British wrestling legend. But that training, how many of the people that were with you remained? So how long did they last? And how many of them have you seen since in wrestling? Um, so there was a handful of people who I still train with today. Um, there's quite a few who have gone on to bigger things like Jack Stars, who's in NXT UK. Mm -hmm. um he trained there and like he obviously helped out because Robbie was at like it was at the performance center at that point so it was literally just coaches who like worked with Robbie who were taking the sessions but uh, Jack Stars was one of them um and literally like I said a handful of people who still train today and quite a few people who I see around the circuit the Brit West circuit um every I remember one Christmas Robbie came back from Florida and did a seminar and literally, it, there was barely any room for like anyone to do any sort of sort of training or anything. There's literally like a who's who of like or Brit rest mm. there, and like just some of the names that I see now were there. Like uh, Lizzie Evo was there, I believe. Uh, Dave Mastiff was there as well, and just all sorts of people. But that that was literally just one session, just because of obviously, like, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I would say there's a handful of people, but you see it all the time. Like when you're training, you'll see people who turn up and are kind of like, no, what, this isn't for me, which I get because it's not That's for fair. everyone. That happened yeah. to me. I did one training, perfect for drop kicks. <laughs> I did it and I just, I admitted and I accepted it that it wasn't for me. I'm always going to have respect for anyone that does it full time because I, I absolutely love it as a fan, which is why I do the podcast. And I like speaking to wrestlers and I like hearing their back, you know, the stories and how they train. So yeah. I'm always going to have respect for anyone that does it. But with yeah, the training, um, oh, sorry, I mean, didn't mean to cut you off then. I was just That's I was right. just going to say, what are some of the biggest challenges that you had? Just in case there is a listener out there who is looking into getting training, if you could sort of just give them a bit of an insight. I think it was the biggest challenge was my own self-doubt, I guess. Like mm -hmm. 
in a, you know because you, obviously you go there as a complete newbie and you see these people doing these like incredible like moves and like maneuvers and you're kind of like oh, I'm never going to be able to do that or you know a- again with me it's kind of like psyching myself up to go down to the place because I was like am I just going to get ripped off am I going to you know up or what it's just I guess it's just like having that self-esteem to go there and belief to like keep going and carry on because like I mentioned before like you see people come in and they realize it's not for them and that's fair enough but like if it's something you really want to do like go and do it and you just 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 believe in yourself and mm-hmm. keep going through the tough times like there'll be things that you can't do straight away and that you can't seem to get and it, it's, it's like school like essentially like school like there'll be like certain like lessons or things that you you just terrible at and then it takes time to sort of learn it yeah and you just got to put the time in and the effort and have the sort of like this sort of belief and that commitment as well like the passion yeah Yeah, it's just it's easy watching it it's just but it's a different thing to actually go out and do it exactly yeah it's just yeah different kettle of fish isn't it yeah man Uh, one thing that's becoming a tradition on the show is i like to talk to wrestlers about their debut because okay. a lot of the times uh, it can be a bit of a shit show, but it makes a good laugh for the listeners and myself. So I want to ask you about your debut. How was it? Did you have any friends and family there? Um, was it? Was it in a battle royal by any chance? Because I know that's quite popular for UK wrestlers. Um, it, was. it was, yeah. Like my first. <laughs> uh, well, I say a bit of a shit show. It was literally. I don't think it was long enough to be a shit show. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was literally. Yeah, it was a battle royal, and it was one of those where yeah, we get the trade. A show by the school I was training at and they were saying yeah we'll do a rumble and get all like new guys on to give them a bit of ring time and I remember I got my gear they were literally just a set of like base layer compression tights and had my boots and I remember sitting at standing out there waiting for my number to come out and you know I literally ran in and I think within the space of five ten seconds I was straight back out again <laughs> I was literally just ran in. I think I did one or two things and then some guy just threw me out. <clears throat> and did, I was you, I was gonna, like, did you make it over the top rope or did you sort I, of... No, I did make it over the top, thankfully. I did did make it out. So I didn't make a like complete tit of myself. But um, yeah, I had fun. I had my fam- uh, my missus there and like her family as well was backing me. So yeah. Did you get loud cheers or were they just like, oh, he's out already? <laughs> Didn't have enough time yeah. for cheer. <laughs> I had a few, actually, a few of my friends were there and they were filming it. And literally, if you watch it, it's just like, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, sorry, lads. Like, you've sat through like oh. an hour of a show just to watch me come in for I bet they don't even like wrestling as well. They've just <laughs> had to watch this. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yeah, I'm ah, going home now. Fine. Fuck it, no. that's quality, man. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So, who do you enjoy working with um, in the ring the most so far in your career? So, who have been some of the standouts? Might not be a fair question to be honest, but just sort of top of your head, without sort of offending anyone. You might forget, but just who jumps straight in your head? Um, so, I've worked with quite a few, well, quite a few people from my school mainly. So, <laughs> it's just only just lately this year that I've started to branch out and. Um, uh, get matches at other promotions but recently I had a match with uh, Lee Hunter one off the Hunter Brothers which it was just it was an opening match of the show but and like like it's quick 10 minutes but it was just great being in the ring with him and having that sort of experience of working with someone who's held with such a high regard like in wrestling so that was one um, a lot of the guys that I train with are ones I enjoy having matches with 
So I'm going to name a few names that people have probably never heard of. No, go for it, mate. Yeah. I always like to learn about new talent, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And these are guys that really deserve it, like a bit of spotlight as well. Um, so there's a guy who I train with who's called Rich Walker, and his gimmick's the Invisible Man. Now I know when people hear that they go, "Oh, mate, don't talk on it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gonna, he's gonna absolutely hate it. But um, he's an act like it's, he doesn't take the piss out of like wrestling. He doesn't shit on it. Yeah, anything, yeah. But his 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 wrestling skill is just like. I need to see this. So what's his name? His name's the Invisible Man. Like he doesn't have any socials, which is frustrating. Cause, like, <laughs> so he really is invisible. Like, he, and, and like he gets such a good reaction as well. Like kids love him, and like when he comes out, everyone mm. just—he's got this blanket. It's like a Harry Potter gimmick. Like if, when he puts the blanket on, he thinks he's invisible, but everyone <laughs> goes with it. So it's kind of like you know his opponents like, but he's right there, and the kids like, yeah. no, he's not, and he's just. See, this sounds quite funny to us. This doesn't really sound like, you know, it's offensive or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like a guy in the ring on his own bumping and like... Yeah. You know. It's not like what I've seen, like, um, I think it was Joey Janela against, like, the ghost of Andre the Giant. Yes. So, yeah, I was like, yeah. that's just a bit That's just a bit much, you know. I get there's fans like that, but this sounds yeah. quite fun. You know, because the family's just very popular in the UK. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, it's, it's just, like, it's just... And he's such a good worker as well. Like, mm. some of the stuff he can do is so talented and... He deserves a lot of the spotlight as well. Like I keep saying to him, make a social media page and just do like random posts, like an empty dinner table, and just say, "I'm just having dinner with my friends," and just like do stupid stuff like that. And it will catch fire, like for my oh, yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, he's one of the guys I enjoy working with. Another guy called H Hood, who I've tagged a few times with for like uh, promotions down south. He's a guy I enjoy working with. Another mm-hmm. Asian guy, so brothers in arms. So. Yeah, definitely a good talent as well. And yeah, just a f- whole bunch of guys at my training school that are just extremely talented and need more mm-hmm. spotlight, really. Taking off the wrestler cap and putting on the training hat, yep. I want to know what makes a good trainer? Um, Just the ability to give feedback and obviously in a constructive way. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing more frustrating than you doing something and someone just telling you, oh, it's shit. And they're not giving you a reason why. Yeah. Um, I'm quite lucky and me and the, me and the guys at my school are quite lucky because we've got a trainer his name's Gareth Harris and honestly he's, his mind for like wrestling and like psychology is just unmatched like he, again he was a student on the Robbie Brookside and I recently well, you, you know the film about Paige's life fighting with my family that was that recently yeah. he helped Quality choreograph films. yeah it was a great film and he mm-hmm. helped choreograph some of the fight scenes for it so he actually worked oh nice so yeah. yeah 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 he was in the film actually he had a small oh, he? part is oh, he yeah. part of um you know when Vince Vaughn's giving the speech and when she just gets signed to WWE oh no it was the tryout I think is no he in the he, ring? he's he, he based you know the flashback scene where they're kids Zach and um and the Power Rangers kids. yes and they're having a match yeah 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 he, he's the referee but oh, they okay. dubbed his voice they dubbed his voice so he sounds like a real like Cockney type guy, but he, he doesn't uh, sound like that. At is all. Obviously, from up north. Yeah, well, no, he's from he's from, he's from Leicester, but he doesn't sound like a Londoner. <laughs> so it just sounds a bit. It just sounds a bit weird. But yeah, I had yeah, someone no, on the show. He he said the same thing. Uh, Joey Knight. Okay, um, yeah. he's in he's in the film uh, briefly, and he said like he actually got a speaking role, but then they dubbed it, and it doesn't sound anything like him. But the dub is pretty good. You wouldn't really notice it unless you're him. Yeah, yeah. It's, 
because you know you, you don't know what they sound like really like i, I just like, don't think they like our accents man just in general like, <laughs> even in the south like in up north and in the midlands and like they're just yeah like I've, i think i've been to america a few times and i've talked like i'm talking to you now and they've been yeah. like, i don't understand what this guy's saying like, <laughs> plain english we made the language like come on um but yeah, sorry, go back to your original question. Um, oh yeah, sorry. Um, favorite, like some of your favorite opponents, people you've been in the ring with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, as I said, like Lee Hunter, Rich mm-hmm. Walker, and you know, get the coaching question as well. Yeah, just giving over to good feedback, having like having the little, just the little details as well. Just teaching that because like a lot of fun. There's so many fundamentals in wrestling. Like yeah literally just like mannerisms or you know the way you lock up and the way you pick moves and how you talk to the crowd it's it's all stuff that is teachable but it's it's you it's easily overlooked like you don't sort of think like you don't go to training you think how do I get in a ring <laughs> or how do I climb a turnbook or how do I like do this or that and in a sort of heelish way and yeah, it's just just little details like that that need paying attention to. Yeah, I love that, man. I just want yeah. to, I just want to get a bit of an insight on the training parts as well because yeah. I think I've, I've kind of forgotten as well like just the psychology and just the importance yeah. um, of what you know should go into a good wrestler. If you had to describe yourself in three words, what words would you pick? Are we talking me or Chocolate Thunder? Let's talk about Chocolate Thunder. So we've we've discovered who you are, but I want to talk to Chocolate Thunder. And I want to, I want Chocolate Thunder to describe to yours truly. No, let's try that again. <laughs> I, want yeah. to, I want Chocolate Thunder to describe himself in three words. That is a lot better. Fuck my life. So, so yeah, three words. He would say sexy, uh, outrageous, and fashionable. Like like you mentioned, like some of the get ups that I've got in my wardrobe, are like stuff I would not wear in person, but you know. I love it. Yeah. Some of the stuff, like if if there's a listener out there, I mean, I'm going to put your like your networking details at the end. But if there's yep. a listener out there and you've just discovered Chocolate Thunder and you want to know what exactly he looks like, literally go to his Instagram, go to his Facebook. It's fucking great. I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> just going back to what I said, no, basically discussing in the beginning, like I asked, how did he come up with the name? But I want you to explain to the listeners, like who is Chocolate Thunder? Why is he? Like, why does he dress the way he does? So Chocolate Thunder is one of those guys who just generally doesn't care what people think of him. He will wear the most extravagant clothes and not care. He will say the most outlandish things. He will act like like a true like eccentric. Um, he's basically, how I like to describe him, is he's the guy that people wishes they could be. You know, saying things that they, you couldn't possibly get away with or mm. doing things that are out of the ordinary that aren't sorry doing things that aren't ordinary and you know just just being that guy who will push in front of you in in a queue and not say sorry or just like spout f-words just just yell at people for no reason he's, he's that kind of guy he's, he's a little bit extra i would say oh, like he's a dick but he can back it up as well yeah exactly yeah you, you know <laughs> you, the kind of person you go is he cocky or is he just really confident like i don't get it but yeah that's how I would describe it. People him. pay their money to boo you and they okay. want to get in the ring and they want to like sit, they want to see you lose. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, 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 I'm basically that guy who shoots his mouth off so much that people go, 
I really want someone to just punch him in the face. And if no one's going to do that, I'm going to do it. So that's the kind of vibe I try to get. But it, it tends to go both ways. I either get people who like me, even when I'm a heel, or people who hate me because I'm a, when I'm a heel. So I'm kind of a tweener, which is mm-hmm. a weird place to be sometimes. But yeah. It's good though. There is no one in British wrestling like you. You stand out. Like just, why the colour purple, by the way? Why is that the theme <laughs> of Chocolate Thunder? So when I did my first gear, I was, and I was, because I'm a graphic designer, like by trade. Um, nice. So I'm able to do my own sort of like graphics. And my brother loves his six foot square shout out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, always love, always got a love for a graphic designer. Um, but yeah, when I designed my first gear, I was thinking, what? How can I tighten your chocolate because it needs to have some sort of um, link? And I was like, I don't want to wear brown because like it's just gonna look weird. So mm. I thought. Uh, I thought I took inspiration from a dairy milk wrapper, of all things, because it's purple and it's shiny. I was like, okay, mm. shiny purple trunks, shiny purple knee pads, sorted. And then from there, it was just like, okay, everything's purple now. And then it's just gone on from there. Like I just bought, I bought a jacket the other day. It's a massive puffer jacket, like huge, like puffer jacket, and it's purple. And you worn it yet? Uh, not not in a show, no. But like, I've tried it on, and I'm like, I'm gonna <sighs> boil my tits off in this when I wear it because it's so <laughs> bloody warm. It's just like, is it gonna be worth getting like milkshake thrown at this? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if I don't get any, if I don't get any stasis at the end of the night, I have failed as chocolate <laughs> thunder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, it'll probably be like beer or urine. So. Oh, <laughs> fucking grim! I, I remember being at a show and it wasn't urine, luckily, but it, it was this. I took a bump to the outside, mm-hmm. and there's a kid with a can of coke, and he sort of spilled a bit on me, and I was just like, oh, "It's going to be sticky now, isn't it?" I'm going to have worse for dad at the end. Of yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the whole ah, and sort of tried to get what? away from them, but I just like oh, I can't slap the kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely not. Definitely not. Chocolate thunder be over. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, fair enough, man. Fair enough. No, yeah, that's, that's good, That's man. where mm. the idea for purple came from. Just a wrapper of dairy milk. I, I, I was going to say something, like, because obviously the fan buoyancy of you as well, like maybe yeah, Prince yeah. or something, but fair enough, yeah. man. I didn't expect it to be the sort of like a, the dairy brand, you know. I love it, man. It's, it's just, it is quite easy to hate you. Um, in the wrestling world, <laughs> not you as a person. No, no I'm yeah. actually going to like plus this episode. He's a dick. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I'll get, I'll get at least one person. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's cool, man. So, who in wrestling right now doesn't have to be the UK scene. Could be anyone. Who would you love to wrestle against that is currently active? Uh, I would love a match with Gene Money. I'd absolutely love to work Gene Money. I think we'd have a really good match. Like Why is that? Persona. I just think his persona and mine are quite similar. To he is all out there. Like, I've seen him. Oh, yeah. He shows fucking... Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got the jacket as well. Like, I've got a purple one. He's got a brown one. He's got a hat. I've also got a hat. It's almost like, you know, the Spider-Man meme where they're, like, pointing to each other like that. Yep. It's kind of <laughs> like that. So I'd love to have a match with him. Also, Char- uh, Crowley. I'd love to have a match with Crowley. I love his gimmick and his like little like, eccentricities that he has. Like, I'd love to have a match with him. I guess like WWE wise, um, no, actually AEW. Uh, Orange Cassidy. 
I know he's quite a divisive character, but um, like I, I love that. I love that gimmick, man. I don't like the theme song, yeah, so I, I preferred his old one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, like a rip-off of... Um, I can't remember I, the name of the song. I can't remember the name, but I just remember it from Fight Club at the end. Yes, I won't spoil yeah, it yeah. if anyone's not seen it, but yeah, <laughs> you know. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, It just yeah, doesn't work. Yeah. Like John Moxley's um, Wild Oh, that's weird, Fuck yeah. I hate it. Because his yeah. theme was awesome. Oh, yeah, the original one he had was great, mm. and but then they changed it to that, and it was a bit like... Oh, it's fucking shit. Like, my, I, I literally, on Twitter, like, at least every week or two, I fucking moan the pad. Because I'm a keyboard <laughs> warrior. <laughs> Change it or I write it. Like, yeah, all right. Like, Tony Khan gives a shit what I think. <laughs> nah, I'm only joking, man. I'm only joking. So, as we are coming to the end to the interview, just a couple of questions to ask you, and I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day. Evening, we're both in the same time zone. It's actually oh, quite yeah, nice yeah. when that happens. Happy nice. <laughs> Only one more day of work, and the weekend is around the corner. So, you mentioned about wrestling in the South as well, and I know obviously you got your school in Leicester. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what have been some of your favourite places to wrestle in the UK? So, I did a show recently for Wrestle Island uh, in September, I think. Again, mm-hmm. my grasp of time has just completely gone out of the window. Um, but they did a show in, in a Birkenhead recently that I was it was my first show for them as well mm-hmm. and the vibe was amazing like there were so many people on that show and it was stacked card so much talent uh loved the vibe from the crowd as well and the show in general it was like one of those real like local shows but with like I say incredible talent on there like Warren Banks was on there maining with um Dan Evans uh you had um Big T was there uh Russell Malone just some of the guys on there were like top draw. So Wrestle Island's up there and I should be back there next year. Hopefully all, all like fingers crossed, everything being well. Uh, so that's my place. Yeah. Um, did a show for PCW recently, which I really enjoyed. Um, my home promotion, FTGU, just because it's my hometown and, you know, Woo, FTGU, FTG, oh, big up FTGU. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so as well. Again, I've not really worked for that many promotions as yet, mm. so this is why I'm kind of like... Branching right, out, hey guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get me some bookings, guys. Mm. Um, no, keep here up, though. I, I do like your work, like, in terms of your media work. Thank like, you. Your promotion, it's good, man. Thank you. But a few more questions. Uh, I want to yeah. ask your favourite brand of chocolates. <laughs> I've got to ask, man. Is it, is it, is it, so I'm going to be like, oh, you really fucking ask that? Yes, I have. It's my podcast. Get your own. <laughs> To believe it or not, no one's ever asked me that question. Like, all really? the podcasts are done. Yeah. So, anyone that is, well done. You just heard that. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's a very good question. You know, what are we classing as chocolate bars? Because this is a controversial oh. subject. I'll let you answer that. You can choose whatever. You see, I, I'm a proper boring guy when it comes to chocolate. I like plain chocolate. I really just love plain chocolate. Um, I'm the same. I, I cannot yeah. stand dark chocolate. Oh, no, dark chocolate, no. Like, just milk, milk chocolate or white chocolate. Bang. Straight in. Um, I love Galaxy. Uh, also, Yorkie. Yorkie, just because the big chunks of chocolate. Can't say anymore, not for girls anymore. Fucking hell. I uh, know. Like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, definitely not now. Jeez. <laughs> it was um, harmless, but it's their campaign. We're not actually being assholes, by the way. In case yeah, yeah. No one has a clue what we're talking about. It was on their campaign. Google it. We're not talking shit. That, that's definitely a pre-woke one. Pre-woke here, was it? Yeah, um, I'll tell you what else I really like, which is also a divisive one. I do like Turkish delights. I like them. I hate them. Oh, but I like bounties. See, I like bounties. Well done. Yes. Love them. Yeah, you, you know why you know why bounties get so much hate? 
because someone said they're crap and then everyone goes, oh, it's cool to think they're crap. Yeah, but, they're but, crap. but pineapple and pizza and stuff. Oh, yeah. To be fair, I personally do not like it. But I know okay. people that have, probably haven't even tried it and they say, I don't like it. Right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things like, oh, never had about it. But people say it's rubbish, so I'm going to say it's rubbish as well. It's like, nah. Yep. nah. Like, literally, if there's... If, yeah, it's like, literally, when you get those selection boxes and all the stuff is about it, I'll just be like... Oh, my God, it is... Like, those celebration boxes, fucking... Like, don't say, oh, don't worry about it. Fine, I'll have it. Like, yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah, but, and then so it goes, I can't believe you like those. And it's like, well, yeah, because they're good chocolates, mate. They're lovely. I love them. Yeah. And then people so go, nice. and then people eat the topics. For me, topics are dreadful. Like I got a controversial one, Mars bars. Okay. Don't like them. You don't like Mars bars? Nah, I take ages to eat. Like I just, I, my teeth just don't like them. Okay, yeah, I, I get that. And I, I think I, they're very like, you know, you have a bite and it just slowly goes down. I just don't enjoy them, man. Like if I have one, I'll have to have it with a coffee or something, or just to melt it a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like full fat coke, isn't it? Yeah, I like, like um, does that thing to your teeth. See, I love full fat coke, but I get I get bat, mat, battered Mars bar. It's fucking horrendous. Oh, I've had a battered Mars bar, and oh, I you liked it, didn't it. you? Yeah, oh, I did like man. it. I tell you what, I've had I've had deep fried Oreos as well, and they were fucking pang, mate. Oh, I've actually heard they're right. I've not tried. I've got I, I like Oreos, but I haven't got it in me. Get them with some chocolate dip. Dip. I think I'm gonna do it. Like. Joe, you know yeah. I might use this as a clip, right? And I'm a bit worried. I'm gonna be like, Chocolate Thunder picks his favourite, like, you know, chocolates, right? And it's just two brown guys in, in the in the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see like, the races will have a field day with it, mate. Like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, oh, I'd just be blacklisted from everything. I literally just like that. I love it. I just can't do it, man. Definitely, it's me on the clips. So I'm still recording. I ain't changing shit, mate. I just. Um, I, love how, I love how you asked that off the cuff question. It turned into a massive debate almost that encompassed Pete. And it's like Oreos you know, and Mars deep bars. Fried bars, bars, and yeah. I, I'm actually going to do I, w- I want to try. Where did you have the fried Oreo, by the way? I'm quite curious. I want to try it. Uh, there was a chicken shop right around my way that did them, and they were vegan as well. I think they were, because I think oh, Oreos are vegan or start urban mm-hmm. legend. Um, but yeah, basically, they. Did on, and me, me and my missus were like, "Let's give these a try. They sound dirty, but let's." Did she like it, or was it just you? She said, "I think the one she had had a bit too much baking powder in it, and you know when you have too much baking powder, it's a bit burny." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was put off them, but mine were like perfect. Ah, oh, you really loved it, don't you? Oh yeah. You should do it like just as a, <laughs> I want to show. Just come out as a t-shirt, like. <laughs> people are like why, why is he fucking wearing that like, yeah what you call a podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude if you do pub, if you do t-shirts bang yeah oh definitely I'm, I, I, I'm tempted to get merch once, but I just feel like I'll probably just be like my mum that I buy it and that's it but that's, that's still 20 quid I'll get <laughs> yeah full price <laughs> I get this now <laughs> sorry mum I love you like, thank you for getting birth to me um <laughs> Who's your favourite Liverpool player of all time? Because I know you mentioned the squad, and I know you mentioned some players that you really like, but who's that one player that you adore? Oh, Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard, 100%. He, I still remember that goal against Olympiacos when we won the Champions League in 2006. Just mm-hmm. absolute bullet into the bottom corner. Also that one against Man United where he just pinged it top corner when we beat them. 
What about yeah. the one was it West uh, West Ham in the FA Cup final? Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was I think he was injured as well in that game. He was walking around injured and then he just launched. Way hits that. Yeah. As a football fan, that is one of the best goals you will see. Oh god, yeah. He's like he's, he scored some absolute belters. So I love uh, ripping him because obviously he's he never won the league. Yeah. Oh yeah, like everyone has the whole thing about him slipping and da, da, da. that slippy jean. Oh, you know. that, it broke my heart not to see him win a league. Like, oh, what, what was it when he said? Um, oh, I think it's the before Chelsea game. Slip. Don't let's it, not, let's slip. Don't let it slip, lads. Yeah, ah. I think that was when we beat Man City. Yeah, the slip was against Chelsea, but I think that was when we beat Man and City. And then Demar goes on, scores. Yeah, yeah. Up. And then you draw good. against um, Palace. Palace, yeah, three and open, drew three all, yeah. I mean, thankfully, you have seen them win the league in your lifetime, the Champions League twice, FA Cups, League Cups. Seen Leicester City win the league, literally, who are literally down the road for me. So that man, as just anyone that likes football, I mean, I don't think anyone has a problem with Leicester, like as a club. I mean, we finished second that season. I, I mean, I was happy for Leicester, to be honest. I mean, I wish won it. But it was nice to not see, you know, Man City, Chelsea, yeah. United, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and just the way they won it. You know, Vardy, fucking drink water to think he was part of that squad. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, Mark, I, I was lucky because my missus' mum worked for the club. Yeah. So I got, like, a season ticket. Did yeah, and I got to watch every game that season. And Vardy breaking the record, Mares. Oh, yeah, because he got, what was it, like 11 goals in a row? On yeah, the 11 goals in a row. So, yeah. yeah, I was at that game. And I've got a bag of the red Vardy salted crisps and, like, all sorts of stuff. And, yeah, it was, it was like, obviously, as a Liverpool fan, it's hurt seeing it. Yeah. And then, but, like, it was, it was happy. It was good to see, like, your hometown club. We've never done... Fucking anything like, yeah, re- like noteworthy. And just the fact the season before on the verge of relegation, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I, I watched most of the matches then as well. And you yeah. were kind of going, Yeah, they're going back down again. Yeah, but... I come with the Oswald's like a thousand to one. Everyone's just like, Ah, oh, they'll probably just about stay up, fucking win yeah. the league, yeah, yeah. And Manieri getting hired at the start of the season as well. So everyone was like, Whoa. I, I still feel that was the wrong move to sack him so quick in the second season. After he won yeah. it, like, uh, I, I understand football. It's a ruthless business. Very cutthroat. The man just gave me a fucking like, the Premier League title when everyone wrote you off. So it is what it is. Yeah. I'm not going to harp on it. This business. I mean, we got rid of Wenger, and then have things been better? Not really. It's actually yeah. got worse, really. In some in some <laughs> aspects, fucking Jack is still there, and I can't stand it. Had <laughs> 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 to squeeze that in, mate. Had to squeeze it in. Yeah, yeah. Don't blame you, mate. I don't blame you. Stand it, mate. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So. Been a pleasure speaking to you. It's been a lot of fucking chocolate, mate. Like, <laughs> that is going to be one of the clips I'll be using. Um, what have you got planned next? That is my last official question. So I am going to get my calendar out because my <laughs> is shot. Um, I have a show this weekend, this Saturday for PCW in Blackpool. Uh, it's a private taping or something like that. Oh, so. PCW. Oh, nice. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, so, man. Yeah, it's working with an American promotion as well. Uh, oh, is that, was that, Chris, is that the one Chris Masters on? Uh, I don't think so. I think Doug Williams is on this one and Roy Johnson. Uh, it's, ah, Roy Ben, no, yeah. yeah. He's cool. He's cool, man. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've never met him, so it'd be nice to like see him. He's proper uh, think, fucking jacked up. Like, Oh, yeah, he looks great. Like, I follow him on Twitter and it's, mm. like, with his workout pictures, he looks fantastic. Um, it's called First Time Ever UK, so I'll be there. Uh, next Sunday, I am at FTGU. We've got a battle royal. 
So I'll be. Will you last longer than ten seconds? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. <laughs> my, my record, my rumble record is: I think I've had two where I've gone longer than like five, ten minutes, and then two where I was straight in, straight out, literally, literally got in the ring and someone threw me out, and I was like. The thing is, that, like, some people say it's a bad thing, but it's like you get the biggest pop, you get to go oh, yeah. home early, get have a shower, <laughs> yeah. yeah, get to the pub, get on to go time. to the match, yeah. quite quick and like nice and easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's just easy. Just get your boots on, go out, go back in. Oh like. no, I'm, I'm fine. I'll go out in ten seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've got that coming up. Um, I think I've got a few more shows uh, in December as well. For FTG, I think another couple for PCW, so mm-hmm. that's what I've got coming up. And then next year, my diary is completely open. Nice. Hint, well, hint. <laughs> if some promoters are listening out there that want to book you, where are they going to find you on social media? Yep. So uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is Chucky underscore Funder. Uh, Facebook Chocolate Funder Wrestler. Um, yeah, hit me up on there. Uh, you find all my lovely pictures where I look incredibly sexy and wear extravagant clothing. Uh, random opinions about random shit on Twitter and Facebook. Because it's definitely Chocolate looking... Thunder speaking, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely Chocolate <laughs> Thunder. Random shit, me looking hot. Boom. What more do you want? Awesome, my man. I'm going to add all those details in the description and I'll put you. your handle in the, uh, the layout. I have, which is awesome, which is designed by me because I do graphics as well. Friends, um, graphic friends, sorry, in between us, <laughs> there, yeah, oh, man. Like, we're brown brothers, isn't it? Like, exactly, yeah, <laughs> got yeah, a job's yeah. back, mate. Like, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate brothers, mate. Chocolate, I brothers. love it, chocolate brothers. <laughs> I love it. I, I really hope there's like someone out there who's, who's brown as well, doesn't actually get fed by this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't talk about yourselves like that. Fuck off. <laughs> that's all good, man. I've really enjoyed today. Really, really different. Like, that's one thing I love about this podcast. I get to learn about each person I speak to, and I've learned much more about you. Uh, I'm into show sport Liverpool, but that is what it is. Oh, Arsenal, so I can't, I can't fuck with anyone <laughs> at the moment. Like, we haven't won the league in like 15 years, so I'll shut up for now. Meet Ray Parler <laughs> next week. Can't wait. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah mate. Can't wait for it. Hopefully, it's over. Um, that's not a dig. Like, he does love his drink. If anyone wants to moan in the comments. Right, I'll wrap, I'll wrap this up. So, f- thank you for everyone that's listened to this episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. There's going to be more episodes coming up very soon. But for now, I want everyone to stay safe, enjoy some chocolate, and if you insult Boutonies, I will block you. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Peace. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network. Found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com.